Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the seventh chapter. Soon afterward, Jesus went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a great crowd went with him. As he drew near to the gate of the town, behold, a man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a considerable crowd from the town was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her. And he said to her, Do not weep. And then he came up and touched the bier, and the bearers stood still. And he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. And the dead man sat up and began to speak. And Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized them all, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has arisen among us, and God has visited his people. And this report about him spread through the whole of Judea and all the surrounding country. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, my friends, I really don't care how tough you think you are. Death is tougher. Death is indeed very tough. Now, yes, there are times in life where death can seem like a welcomed guest, ending the suffering of a loved one. However, I have yet to meet somebody who finds death to be pleasant and I've yet to find somebody who has been unaffected by it because death is indeed one tough adversary. You see, the Bible speaks properly about death, saying that death is a sting. Yes, it is a sting. Death, it comes and it stings our emotions. Death, it comes and it stings our mind and our soul and, and our whole being with pain. And when it stings... Well, that sting of death, it topples our entire world, bringing about fear in our mind, anger and tears and uncertainty, unraveling everything that we have built. Perhaps one of the most difficult things you will have to go through in life is the death of a loved one, especially all that follows after death. You know what I speak of. Yes, you know what I'm talking about. It is difficult enough, but that journey from that hospital to the church, and then to that graveside, well, that is often just as painful, if not more, than the essence of death, death itself. For some, that journey can be like pouring salt on an open wound, that open wound caused by the sting of death. Now, considering all of this, we can certainly empathize 
with that widow in our reading from the Gospel of Luke. As a widow, she had lost her husband to death at some earlier point. And now death has come along and seized her son, making her alone in this life. We assume that the death of her son was quite recent, as they would often bury their dead the same day that they died. And so here we find this grieving widow traveling with a large crowd on a journey to a tomb outside the city of Nain. What a difficult journey. Indeed, what a difficult journey. We can only imagine the pain of each of her steps and that grief as she walked to the finality of death. The finality of death's sting, a tomb where her son's body would lay to decay. Indeed, death is difficult. It stings, it hurts, and that journey towards the grave, it hurts just as much. Now, it should not surprise you and me that we humans do not like the sting of death, and we especially fear that journey towards the graveside. As a pastor, I can tell you from simple observation over the last 15 plus years that I have come to see three challenging responses to the sting of death and that journey to the grave. Yes, three challenging responses. First, there are those who avoid death altogether. Now, I do not share this to condemn these individuals at all. The sting of death is indeed so great with these individuals that it causes them to become so overwhelmed by the sting of death that they avoid funerals and they avoid the graveside altogether. For these kind of individuals, going to a funeral and traveling to that graveside is just too much. The pain is too deep. The sting hurts too bad. Secondly, there are those who will tip their hat to death. They will tip their hat to death and they will attend the funeral and they will go to the graveside. But these individuals will do everything possible to avoid the current and present reality of death before them. And so these individuals will attempt to live in the past where their loved one was not stung by death. In other words, these individuals will try to make a funeral and a graveside all about the past memories and accomplishments and joys of their loved one. Like those who do not attend funerals and the graveside service, to avoid that sting of death, well, these individuals will avoid the present reality of death and its sting by trying to live in the past where their loved one was alive and free from the sting of death. Now, please keep in mind, Yes, please keep in mind, as mentioned before, I do not share this to condemn these individuals, but I share this to show that death is difficult. Death hurts. It stings. It hurts so much that we try to avoid the present reality and live in the past memories where we are supposedly free from the sting of death. Finally, there are those who attend funerals. Yes, those who actually do attend those funerals. And they do not avoid death's sting. These are the individuals who travel to the graveside. They are present in the moment. However, as they attend the graveside, the sting of death has worked them over so much they can barely function. Tragically, 
There's a great amount of fear and anger and tears with these individuals. Personally, I hurt with these individuals the most. You see, the pain of death, you can see it in their eyes. You can hear the tiredness of death in their voice. You can see the pain of death in their shakes as they cry. These are the people who have to be helped out of the pew into the car and then helped to the graveside because death has worked them over. Indeed, these are the ones who stare into the dark grave in silence as if a thousand knives have just pierced their soul. Again, my friends, I do not share this to condemn these individuals at all. But I share this because it shows you and me just how difficult death is. How much death stings and hurts us. Now, as we heard in our gospel reading from Luke, the widow would most likely be in that last category of persons. For she was crying, as the Bible says, out loud. And she walked towards the tomb with grieving family and friends. But what about you? How do you respond to the sting of death? Do you avoid it altogether? Do you try to live in the past to be distracted from the present reality of death before you? Or do you perhaps let death have its way with you and you bear the sting of death, that you just simply bear the sting of death? As your pastor, I must confess I must confess to you that many times I would like to avoid death altogether. I would be in that first category. But here's the catch. As a pastor, I can't avoid it. It is a part of my calling, my job, if you will. It is my calling and duty as your pastor to be present with you when death strikes. So I find myself in that third category, being stung by death, often becoming very angry. Very angry with death. And how death itself hurts you, the sheep. Yes, I get so very angry. And then, here's the catch. When no one is looking, I cry. Indeed, I cry. And then I curse at death. Yes, to somehow preserve some sort of appearance of manhood, of tough manhood. I cry when no one is looking. And then I anger. And then I cry. And then I curse at death. And I do it over and over again. Because death, my friends, it hurts. It hurts. Death, it stings all of us deeply. It's not easy. And so it seems that all of us here are affected by death in one way or another. Death, it sows fear it sows uncertainty it hurts and that journey to the graveside is difficult it seems that there is nothing that we can do about the sting of death but before too much despair sets in for us this morning we must pause and take note that there is something that jesus has done Yes, there's something that Jesus has done about death itself. Consider that difficult journey to the tomb that the widow was on from our reading yet again. Yes, consider a gospel reading from Luke. Death had stung, no doubt about it. They were traveling to the tomb. But that funeral procession, get this, it actually collided with life. It collided with Jesus. And Jesus, instead of joining them in their journey to that tomb, Jesus reached out his hand, and get this, he stopped them. 
And Jesus then did the most remarkable thing, the most remarkable thing. He spoke to a corpse. He spoke to dead ears. And death? Well, it had to listen. The widow's son was released from death. Death let go and life came forth. And the boy, the young man, sat up and started speaking. Jesus said, I say to you, get up. And the widow's son, he got up. He heard Jesus. In a recent death here at St. Paul's, I can remember hugging one of our parishioners here. And I said, I'm sorry. The sting of death was deep with this parishioner, and right, rightfully so. I then said to them with tears in my eyes, I said these words. This is where our theology, this is where our theology becomes real. All of our talk and our theology and the teaching of the church, it comes down right now to moments like this, where I can look you in the eyes and say to you with certainty that your loved one will rise again. You will see them again. Jesus will call them out of the grave. Jesus will not let death get away with this. Dear baptized saints, when we come to this church, when we sing the songs that we do and go through the liturgy every single week, when we come and do these things, it is not because we're trying to uphold some fanciful myth. We're not here because we've created some neat social club where we can gather together. We are not here for some lame moral stories that are supposed to make us better citizens and reach our fullest potential. No, if this is what the church is about, well, we would do well to just stop wasting our time and shut the doors and go home. Instead, we are here. We are here because the God-man, Jesus Christ, has power over the sting of death. You and I, you see, we, we believe with every part of our being the bold news that Jesus not only rose from the dead, but the bold news that Jesus will someday call us out of the grave. Get up, and we will do just that. We will get up. And so when we feel like we need to avoid a funeral, or when we feel like we need to live in the past while ignoring the present reality of death, or when we become so devastated by death that we literally cannot function what we do not need is this. We do not need a command to pull ourselves up by the bootstraps. We do not need a pat on the head from somebody else saying, suck it up, buttercup. Death ain't so bad. But instead, we can travel to the church and the graveside hearing that bold and staggering and radical and powerful news that Jesus does not let death have its way Death does not have the last word. Jesus does. Jesus will meet your loved ones at the grave. He will meet you at your grave someday and will someday in the not too distant future will say those words, get up. Get up and just like that, your dead ears will hear and you will get up with a new body never to die again. You will get up and you will see your loved ones face to face in the splendor and the glory of Christ and you will smile with joy 
with a giddiness in your heart. Christ has done it. He's victorious. And it is that news of Jesus being the champion over death that allows all of us to grieve with something called hope. It is the news of Jesus that allows us to stare directly into the darkness of death's grave with grief, saying with the deepest pain, yet also hope. Hear this, O death. Jesus is victorious. In fact, dear baptized saints, we ought to perhaps think about funerals and the journey to the graveside as a protest and a riot against the tyranny of death itself. We ought to clench our fist and say in the midst of our grief with hope and confidence those words of St. Paul, O death, hear this, you've been swallowed by triumphant life. Who got the last word, O death? O death, who's afraid of you now? Jesus met death. He met death that day outside the city of Nain. And he resurrected the widow's dead son from the grave. And this very same Jesus will meet you and your baptized loved ones someday at the grave as well and do the impossible. Blessed baptized saints, take comfort right here, right now. Take comfort in Jesus' words. Simple words, get up. Yes, get up. Yes, we surely will get up, and death will not be able to do anything about it. That is our hope, and that's our confidence right now in Christ. Death does not have sting in Christ. We will indeed get up, for Christ is alive. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.